Being a mom is the toughest job there is, and it doesn't come with instructions. So it's okay if you don't have all the answers. We'll figure it out together. This is Mom Brain with Ilaria Baldwin and Daphne Oz. Hey guys, welcome back to Mom Brain. I'm Ilaria. And I'm Daphne. And you are going to want to maybe get a drink for this next episode. <laughs> or two. Or two. Um, we are about to have Kat and Nat on, who are a lot of fun. And you feel, we. I don't even know what we're talking about <laughs> in this. You know, one of the things that Daphne and I try to do is when people come on, is we don't plan things too much. Because I think that we've been so aware of like how the the reality and all these reality things become so scripted and feel so canned and like in the end it's just it's not as fun and feels yucky and it's not authentic and a mom brain is all about being authentic so we don't we we like know stuff about them we're often you know friends or have met these people before um but this is was an example of like it just really goes all over the place so i feel like this is like turn the lights low maybe get into the bath have a glass of red wine or get cozy in or your sweats on the couch. Sweats it's definitely have a time to laugh. It's not, um, you know, I the cat and Nat do. Uh, they're on Instagram. I'm sure a lot of you have. I, I heard from a lot of you on Instagram when we talked about having them on that you love to see them and their, you know, wild antics as two mom friends. Um, and you know, I think that we exactly what Alaria said. We want to just just hang and have like a mm-hmm. girl party, and we just kind of chatted and let the train of conversation go where it went, and it went. Everywhere. Every, everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely everywhere. And by the way, all of the things that Daphne needed to explain to me, she has explained to me now. And it all comes together. Okay, let's just, let just, let me just. I know, I know you will hear all about it. And now I know. I just want you to know that I know. And I am in the loop. You know, that's something, though, I think we, we sometimes have episodes that kids just wouldn't care about anyway. But we sometimes have episodes that I think are more mom-centric and more for your ears. Only. And for your ears only. <laughs> and for you to enjoy and enjoy hearing that like other moms in so many ways we are all alike in so many ways we can have a sense of humor and can have a lot of fun and be irreverent and be kind of zany and wonky and and um and you know sometimes be reminded of a bachelor party that you went to when you were 25 and that's a little bit what this what this episode of Mom is going to feel party. like. Bachelor, what did I say? You said bachelor party. Oh, no, for but, sure. This I is mean, bachelor party. I mean, definitely knowing you, you probably were like the Dude. one person that was <laughs> invited because you are so much fun. I don't know. So, about yes, that. this is not for children. This is just for you. Get cozy, dim the lights a little bit. And I hope that you feel like you are having this wild, wild chat hen house with us. Enjoy. Mom! We like to ask our guests to do the hard part and introduce yourselves. Give us your quick bio, where oh. people can find you, who you are. Okay, go Nat. Oh, introduce myself. You can introduce both of us. Okay, so we're Kat and Nat, and we are best friends, and we run um, the Mom Truths brand. We wrote a book called Mom Truths. We go on tour, and we've created a community for women that is the most supportive, positive place for women to join so they feel like they're not alone in this world because the journey of motherhood can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. We also don't care uh, your background, your religion, like if you are same sex. We don't we don't care. We all we care about is United on. We all do it differently, but we all love our kids the exact same. And we love to learn from how other people do it. You can find us at CatNet oh, literally good everywhere. Job, Kat. Thank you. You know what? You just forgot buy that book part. Anywhere you can buy a book. You can get, you can get tickets at CatNet.ca for any tour. Um, and we have a podcast, CatNet. This is like ASMR. I can hear my mouth. 
Do you guys watch ASMR? No. 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 How old? How old's your oldest? Five. Five. Okay. Like two years. It's a YouTube video where they eat like honeycomb, and all you hear is. And they eat matcha. They crunch ice. Just their mouths. And you think it's the the most disgusting thing you've ever seen in your life, and then all of a sudden your kids are watching it, and it's been like fifteen minutes. What's it called? ASMR is what it's called. Watching people eat. I guess. But it's just their mouth with a microphone and their lips and they got really pretty teeth and lip. It's really weird. And just have, get ready. It's coming. Have I have to say that I kind of put a stop to the weird video <laughs> things because it was like freaking me out so much. It so is. much weird And then stuff they're on like little and they're and then start clicking to the next thing, to yes. the next yes, thing, yes, to the yes, next yes. thing. It's and dangerous. so I would threaten for the longest time, I'm going to take away. I'm going to take you away YouTube and YouTube kids. I'm going to take it away. I'm going to take it away. And one day I did. And you know what? How long did it last? Till now, oh, no, I did it too. Now. And all I have to do Pardon? now, I did it too. All I, all you have to do is just like threaten it. They're like, remember, they're because they'll, they'll be like, oh no, you're not going to do that. I'm like, remember when I took away YouTube? Yeah, and they're like, <gasps> it was like strong mommy move. I'll save it for like you know if we're in the car and everybody's like really crabby and you know we're heading home from like swim class or something like that. And then I have one specific thing that I put on because YouTube is great. I love YouTube. I watch YouTube, but like the kids just they use it irresponsibly. Exactly. Um, she has her so. own computer in her room. I had to shut it down. I can't have her up Wait, in the room. Wait, how old are your kids? Huh? All under, seven under 10. So youngest is three, oldest is 10. Wow. Wow. Y'all, wow. you're all there with but us. I, but that's the range. Like then you're, you're parenting at very different stages mm-hmm. of childhood, which, because I feel like usually my strategies apply to all the, all, all of them in living in my house. Um, <laughs> at 10, at, but at, I mean, even at five with our oldest, Philomena, I'm seeing them not work as well with her because she yeah. has more of the talk back. She has more of the explain this to me. Why is that the case? Like, why does this need to be? Um, and I can't imagine having to do that with, mm. you know, because 10, they're like a grown up in your house. You know? First of all, have we started? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this is the real do. thing. Okay, good. Just care- <laughs> This is it. Yeah, at least I know where I'm at. Okay. Yeah, no, the 10 year old is, is wild too because uh, the oldest one is 10 and she's a girl, but she is a woman and she's got the hormones racing. Oh my and gosh. like she has nothing in common with the four year old boy that lives in my house. <laughs> and she's also a 10 year old girl with three little brothers. And then we consider all of Together. our kids family anyways. And yeah, it's very, very different. And it's, it's, it's hard. It's really hard because you want to parent them, but they also want to be babies. Like you go back and forth between they see you ha- like like cuddling the baby yes. and they're like dagger eyes like I hate you mm-hmm. and you're like what's wrong I don't know I just hate okay like it's really it's real mm-hmm. it's real they the have so many emotions emotions are real um, yeah no I find putting my five year old to bed is the hardest bedtime that I have in my house really last night Laurie and I were talking last night as I was putting Phila to bed and that was that was going on 45 minutes of oh. like, you know, she picks the longest book she can mm. find. So Chrysanthemum, which is like, you know, 500 <laughs> pages to begin with, um, 13 letters just to get through the title. You need and, to ban that and book. And she's got like questions on every page. Yes. And you don't want to stifle or crush Mm-mm. their creative, you know, <laughs> questioning. Oh, but I know her name. Smart. I am under her name. No, that, yeah. you know. a bedtime is when they want to talk about death. Oh, yeah. Or like, why did your parents get divorced? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where will What's, you live in heaven? Will yeah. I go yeah. there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, will we, will be, will we be together. Yes, yes we be together. And how do you know? <laughs> yeah. When are when you going to die? When are we going to travel again? That was a, that was a question. Oh, oh, oh. oh, she told me this weekend. She's like, you know, we do love to travel, don't we? <laughs> I said, oh, we do. Better start saving for that. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's insanity to me. They start getting a different standard for um, for life when you take them traveling a lot. By the way, we've noticed that. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Oops. 
Yeah, it's it's just everything, and and she forgets nothing. Yeah. I mean, you forget how fast the neurons are still firing at five, you know. And and you you said one thing in a moment, you know, three yep. months ago, and she will remember every yes. detail and throw it in your face at the opportune yeah. moment. That's funny you mentioned that we were just having a conversation, and we were wondering when was your first memory, like of how old you were. Yeah. And 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 she was saying she felt feelings when she she remembers feelings like her parents got divorced when she was young. She remembers feelings. I was two, and I remember the feeling oh. of having to choose you really? know well not have to choose but you want to be with both right. and I remember being like I don't want to go I want you both I it remember traumatic and I, I guess maybe that's what it was it, that's what I said okay. it's, it's these dramatic traumatic I don't remember anything until I was seven I was like I guess nothing really juicy <laughs> happened until I was seven and then my mom had a baby and that's when I start remembering so because I try to tell myself sometimes that the kids won't remember all the things that happened before they were seven but then she tells me this and I'm like oh shit. Here we go. I'm screwed. That's a really interesting question. I wonder if it's like a biological thing, like you can't remember before you're three or four, or if it's a just that specific things have to have happened for you to remember before that age. I think there's an element as well, because we see these little kids that we have that have such big feelings and then they develop coping mechanisms and they, you know, develop patterns of behavior and stuff like that, that to bring them onto the years where they can mm-hmm. remember. Mm-hmm. So I think that it is even important and when people are like, oh, don't worry, I won't remember that. And I'm right. like, but you know what he, he or she might remember, you know, how he dealt with it mm-hmm. or the, or feelings. Or didn't deal with it. Exactly. Yeah. I, mean, I think, I think feelings are, feelings are things that we remember very early on. You know what I'm fascinated about? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you guys have worked together for how long? Well, we met each other in high school. What? Yeah. Wait, tell us about your friendship. Tell us about like how you guys. You guys fell are gonna be mind blown. Yeah, we did fall in love. Uh, we, that would yeah. be e- that would be easier to be honest. With you. We're really trying. It's just not working out that way. Um, we we do love our husbands. They're we in do. the way. Um, we, we actually think that we've been talking a lot about our love and just staying together forever. It's kind of weird, but when we sit on planes, we just start talking about crazy stuff. And then I decided I was trying to figure out why I love her. And she says, because I do everything for you. And I was like, no, I've got to love you for another reason. And we always talk about like when you first fall for a guy, you fall in lust. And then the lust often goes away. And sometimes that's a bit disappointing. But I never lusted her. So we're just going to love each other forever. <laughs> exactly. Well, we were best friends and not best friends. Friends, actually, we are friends. In, Still not friends. In, in uh, high school. And we had sort of the same friend group, if you will. And then we kind of just like lived beside each other in a way and we'd see each other every here and there and then I had you had a baby Mm. I had a baby nine months or later and she saw on Facebook I had a baby and nobody else had babies we were the youngest to have babies so our friends were going for dinner at nine o'clock yes and like let's go for dinner and we're like oh you're right (laughs) like I I'm asleep if I like you know nothing's coming over at 4 a.m. for a feed yeah (laughs) like 10 11 12 like it's your first baby I was up I didn't sleep I just looked at her and made sure she was breathing um And she said, get over here. And I was like, I can't, I can't leave. And she was like, you can. And I'm like, she's going to cry. And that's like, oh, she's going to cry forever. And I was like, no. So I, I packed up my stroller and I went and I literally (laughs) never, my bag. Yeah. And I never left. I sweat the whole way. The baby cried. I was driving. I was like shaking the stroller. And the crazy thing is the the way she remembers this time was that I saved her and helped her because I was nine months ahead and I had, I'd gotten through a really hard time. And then I was sort of like, I was coming up for air and that's when 
she came. So she was like, oh, Natalie knows what's going on. But for me, it was my first time where I could be like the expert and like give her my my advice. So it made me feel stronger and I made her feel stronger. And the whole thing just works we so just well. Because like four to seven as a new mom is long. Yeah. Like those hours when yeah. you're, you don't know what to do. And Canada's cold, just like New York. <laughs> and you can't go outside for long periods of time. And I remember I was a social worker and I thought I would be it would be so easy for me. Like I worked with kids who were in jail for like guns and gangs and like it was intense. And I was like, Oh, a baby. No problem. No, no, Mm -hmm. no. When it's your own kid and you have to take care of and mother and mother's intuition doesn't always come right away. And you know, I, I share this, not, um, when I first had my daughter, I loved her, but I didn't feel that feeling where everyone's like, Oh, you see on Instagram and everyone's like, I'm, I was crying and I couldn't imagine my life with, and I, I didn't know that feeling yet. Mm-hmm. And I know that feeling now so well, but it took me time to get there. And I remember sitting, I was like, I had her on me. I'm like, I could go out right now and not, and not be that stressed about it. I remember. And now I'm like, Oh my God. Like it just, it took me time to grow into motherhood and really understand the importance and, and what that those feelings were they didn't come right away for me but I think that that's one one of the things that's so amazing about what you guys are doing and what we know what we're you know doing too now yeah is this idea of you know being more open and and sharing that it's not like this one size fits all and that doesn't matter it's not like well which brand of diaper are you buying although we like get obsessed about that kind of thing too but like mm-hmm. how you fall in love with your kid mm-hmm. how you stay in love with your spouse how you you know just what what kind of friend groups are you going to have how you spend those hours between four and seven which are the longest hours of the day mm-hmm. absolutely i saw this meme on, on instagram the other day it was like something like from the moment my children wake up my I just am trying to make them tired enough to go back to sleep <laughs> yes and it's like yes. that's like seriously like it's like all right what are the things that we're gonna do and we are gonna walk and they're like carry me carry me we're in the New York City so like we walk all the time yeah and I will not carry them at, until I know that they really need <laughs> to be carried because yes. I'm like you will be tired or there's yes. that meme that's like I don't want to sleep like my baby I want to sleep like my husband yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's like, a good it's one so it's good. so true but you know I think it's something that's so important that you bring up is is <laughs> There are so many ways to be a great mother. Mm-hmm. And I think that I like I had to grapple with that with my first and, and with my second and my third, I'm sure with every child I have is I will be an excellent mother in some ways to this baby. And this baby will challenge me in ways that my others didn't. And I will grapple with things that I didn't know I had to grapple with. And I really believe that like every baby you become version 1.0, mm-hmm. then 2.0, then 3.0 yeah. of yourself. But it really, the first time around, I remember feeling so toxic towards myself that I, that it wasn't, um, it wasn't what I sort of, without really having done a lot of research, somewhere along the way had gathered as like, mm-hmm. here's what's going to happen, you know? Um, and I think it's, it's important. like pumpkin patches and lace, like dresses. Although you do, you're amazing. <laughs> like whenever I see your photos, I'm like, oh my gosh. But you know, you think you're going to go. me yelling at my mom, get a good But you really think you're like going to get this family photo every weekend. You're going to be at the apple orchard. And it's like all these visions you had before you came. And we um, we have a chapter in our book. um, That is literally about the uh, the honest conversation of motherhood. And we talk about um, like where I come from. And the reason I think that that we have such open minds is because we have single moms and we have moms like when I say the whole chapter is about my mom, like, we lived in a cabin with no running water, no, not even a toilet in there, no electricity, like, in a, 
in a one room. She would sleep on the couch. My brothers and I would be on the floor. Oh like when she heard the story, because I didn't tell her, because it was so normal for me. Like yeah. I, because my mom, it wasn't negative. She didn't make it negative. And we would wake up at like five in the morning. She still feels bad about that. And we would stuff papers <laughs> to make extra money. And we would go through, do a paper route before school. And then we would roll quarters to go to the community center. And the whole premise is never, <laughs> never once was I like my mom's a bad mom. Mm-hmm. I still never have that thought in my head. And she could barely give anything to us. But I remember how she made us feel. And yeah. she smiled and she um, she was just always there, lo- like with, with loving us. And I, I always think like I'm like her mom the same went through like a terrible time. And we just remember them and how they made us feel. So whenever a mom is getting down on themselves, I'm like, just think about how you feel about your mom and think about what. What, what that relationship is and you would never change your mom most people would never and it also relates to what you're saying is being open with everything just even her story of that I always wondered um, when I started hanging out with her how she was so strong and so capable and I'm like this has to come from somewhere so we just push our strollers together and start talking she started telling me these stories I was like <laughs> rewind I need to know everything about this because in yeah, high school I didn't that. know it and like this is an amazing I mean your mother sounds incredible yeah, yeah she, she is, is amazing. she's with my sick baby right now at home you know oh like God. she yeah. has a lovely house now but she she Good. started she started from the bottom now she's here. And she literally worked her way up as a secretary with no degree and she became a VP of a bank like she wow. worked uh, yeah she's an amazing she's an amazing and she worked a lot and I just I she taught me that that don't don't be afraid of working and you know it, she felt guilt for it I'm not going to say she was it wasn't always roses, but she was who she was, and she didn't make it a bad situation, mm-hmm. you know. And when we leave our kids now, we're like, "High five, mommy's going to do something amazing today." Rather than be like, "I'm so sorry, I'll be home," we really try to flip the script so that they're, you know. And we were on the phone, we were on tour because we leave and we go for like a week, which yeah. is rich is it's hard, it is weird hard. and hard for us. And we hear my three year old being like, "Have a great show, mommy," in oh, the background so nice. on Facetime, and that's just the narrative they've heard. And I think us as moms have to be really careful with what we're saying out loud always and mm-hmm. and you know and we've also taught the husbands to speak that way around them too <laughs> yeah that takes practice oh, that'll, to be, that'll be your next your next book husband yes. training oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's right but i think that's so true it's the again somehow along the way we were told like if if you celebrate getting to do cool stuff like you're doing right now yeah which obviously takes you away from your family, it makes you a bad mom. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you don't care about being with your children, blah, blah, blah. And and that trickles down to them so fast. And then they're like, well, if mommy's sad about leaving us, should I feel yes, sad exactly. about her leaving me? Exactly. Does she want to leave me? All these questions come rushing in. And I think we had a conversation very early on in the podcast with um, Alexa Von Tobel, and she was one of the first people who'd said to us, I never... I, I always celebrate the cool stuff that I get to do so that my kids see how, like, that I would never leave them to do shit that I didn't right, care right, about. Right, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing this because it makes me feel amazing. Yes. And I get to come home and share all this cool stuff with you guys. And you're going to get to do stuff like this one day, too. And you get to do cool stuff. You get to go to school and you get to, you really pump them up yes. with this excitement of life is full. Uh, and, and you are juggling all these different things because they're important to you. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, only really, truly important things are in your life that, them, the job that is fulfilling to you, your your families and your partners and your relationships, um, and that they come, to, they have to weave together in a really 
you know, not always perfect way. No. Also, I think some, we've also talked a lot about sharing emotions with your kids. If you're having a hard day, saying like, oh, mommy's really cranky today. Or, oh, yes. Yeah. Freaking tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it Sometimes allows, hard to it hide. allows oh. them to start to say exactly the same thing. You know, my daughter now, she'll say, I like before she would just like freak out about stuff. You know, it's like typical, typical of mm. a little kid. Um, and sometimes she's like, I feel so angry and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And then we'll kind of talk about them. Like, I feel like that sometimes. So everybody does sometimes. But the important thing is to understand that it's I don't know why, mm-hmm. which means you don't take it out on other people. And it means that you have to problem solve. You have to figure it out. What's going to make you feel better? Because you don't have to feel this way. You can yeah. acknowledge it and you can say, well, maybe it's my hormones. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. But now I'm going to fix it and I'm definitely not going to spread it around. Ooh, because that's what they can do. They can spread it like the plague inside we, the house. But we all do. I mean, yeah. how many adults that I know? You oh, just look, on, they, look at some comments on men. Instagram. <laughs> right. No, I mean, they it's like the temper tantrums and they get. Yes, 100%. I mean, this is the whole, this is the quintessential troll. It's like you feel bad yeah. and now let me go and share that with you. Yes. And this is where sharing is not caring. We yes. were on tour and we, we were dressed up and we we. We get dressed up to go on tour and and go on a stage, and someone's like, "Well, there goes motherhood," and I'm like, "Oh, um, where there goes motherhood?" What does that even mean? Like, th- motherhood is gone because you look like that now. Like now that you're dressed up and you're going to do or like have a cocktail, there goes motherhood, and I'm like, "Oh, oh pardon." And I was like, "Just because women have different roles doesn't mean they're bad moms." And I think you touched upon that. And actually, we argue when you step away from your kids because I don't know if you guys are like this, but we often are the the gatekeeper of their emotions. So you help them through things and you know, they're, you're like their emotional trampoline. Yeah. And so when you're not there, they ha- sometimes have to work through that without you. And that builds tolerance and confidence. And you know, they understand that totally. they, they can handle it. And I remember we were away and my daughter wanted me to call her teacher to get her homework. Cause she's super shy and kind of anxious. And to talk to her teacher is like, Ooh. and I was like, okay. And then I was like, I called her back. I'm like, honey, time for you to go do this. Go talk to your teacher yourself wow. and get what you need. And she was so mad at me. And then I got home and I'm like, did you do it? And she's like, I did it. And it's I was so like, true. Honestly, you know? And it might be just something that we tell ourselves, but I'm pretty sure it's true that when we go away, they're going to be, they're going to have to handle situations that we would otherwise probably come and try and fix. I remember the first time we went away, my mom said, you're going to miss, like, like there's going to be some big things that's going to happen this week as you do with four kids. And then she's like, it's going to be good that you're not here and that they're going to have to handle it without you. And I was like, first of all, my mom is like, like everything she says, I just think she's the smartest. And um, so when she said that, I was like, you're right. And they have had to go through a lot of things while I'm not there. I'm a phone call away, but daddy and grandma are there too. And remember, daddy loves them as much as mommy. Mm -hmm. They're like, they love them just as much as we do. And it's great for their relationship as well. I mean, I I don't go, I'm the opposite from the three of you guys. I never leave my children. We didn't. We didn't either. We we didn't even go for coffee till they were like, we wouldn't go at nighttime till they were in bed. Yes. Like, this is new. This is like a year and a half new for <laughs> us. so good. And, and no, it's, well, my husband convinced me to go away with him for one night. And it was like this kind of amazing thing of like, okay, I can do this. Yes. And the kids were actually kind of fine. I was sure that it was going to be like end of the world, traumatic. I had made them a whole um, like little like scavenger hunt with like oh, toys. So they're like, great. I did that too. Mommy leaves. Yeah. Get toys. Yeah. So they're like, when are you leaving again, like, Mommy? Kicking you out the door. <laughs> exactly. Get oh, out. I love how you say they were kind of fine. <laughs> they were kind of fine. They were like totally fine about it. And yeah. I, was, I was literally gone for 24 hours. Literally 24 hours. Oh my hours, gosh. Like, in the door, back in the door. But doing that. My, you know what? It was so important for my husband. Not that we actually, we are so lucky. We have, you know, people. 
people helping and supporting us and we definitely it definitely takes a village in my home um i'm a super hands-on mom cooking for them i'm putting them to bed i'm bathing them twice a day i do all of that kind of stuff twice a day Twice a day, I know. You bathe them twice a day. I bathe them morning and night. This mm-hmm. was the first, one of the first motherhood things that I learned from Phil- uh, Philomena. I just called you Philomena. <laughs> oh, you love God. me. My, my brain is literally <laughs> melting out of my head. Um, <laughs> and I, I, one of, well, I say one of the first because there have been many moments since where my jaw has similarly dropped to the floor. I was yeah. like, you do what? But it, I actually have adopted this now because she. You do twice a day too? Well, so what I do is I just, you know how you have the handheld shower on your tub yeah. type of thing? Yeah. I just hose them down. You know, you just hose them <laughs> down in the beginning of the day because I'll tell you why it re- first of all my son he comes out of bed I don't know how he, he sleeps like he's in a wind tunnel he comes out <laughs> oh, and my, my heart like insane and and there's a my husband is pretty fancy he just like he likes formality uh-huh. and so he always looks really he put is, together yes, he always looks I'm always even to this point of knowing you for so long I'm so like semi intimidated by him because he's always like so like done off with all he looks and he speaks so clearly. He does. Such is like he's so smart. He's, he's so, so smart. smart. Yeah, he's of so course smart. he is. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh. But but I want I want uh, you know something that we, it's so weird. We were sitting at dinner last night talking about this uh, about the the formality that people used to have for so many things that they did mm-hmm. when you wanted to when you went out to dinner, when you got on the airplane, when you dropped your kids at school, like whatever it was that you were doing, you had a a, a thing that you, you had a house coat, you had a dress day dress, yes. you had a whatever thing. And I think um, there's a there's a an excitement that you put into things when you have to get f- formal for them. And there's also a respect that, that you are clearly showing for the job ahead. And so I just like the idea that A, it resets my kids, it like wakes them up, it stops them from having that sort of groggy morning okay. brain. And Is it cold? <laughs> <laughs> No, tepid, tepid water. Um, And also, my daughter has fine hair, so she always gets rat's nests. All and I was when I was brushing. So you wash the hair too? So I just for her conditioner, right? I put leave-in conditioner, Mm -hmm. and I that maybe that would be my favorite thing today. I love this leave-in conditioner that we've been using, and I just comb her hair out, and then I don't need to fight with. You better share what that is. Yeah, every mom out there is like, "What is that?" Because I've got one who tangled hair every single morning. So this has like saved us a lot of tears, and it's really fast, and they all get it, and it kind of resets their day on a really nice note and okay. then they feel fresh and clean for school and it was all thanks to and, her. Okay, Jesus. and can I go even a step? Uh, can I get, but it's actually less exhausting because okay. then you don't have to like brush their hair as much and they're just like, uh. then they're just cleaner. The other thing is I have two that sleep in diapers. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like if you slept yeah, in a diaper gross. full of pee, yeah, yeah, wouldn't you wash your yeah, butt in yeah, the morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do I the baby, everybody, everybody, oh, yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody morning and night. How long does that take? Minutes. Oh, you're like an expert. I, mean, I have I have it down. I line them up and go, and then to either was shampoo. If it's a shampoo moment, it's not always a shampoo oh, moment. Oh. Sometimes it's just conditioner. Then sometimes then you the butts, hands, faces, and feet. I have one that <laughs> cries when she goes in, and then cries because she doesn't want to get yes, out. Always, you know, always. that's so, every okay, every just, single just, time. Okay, yes. right. I'm like, but you didn't want to get hated in here. You, you fought me yeah. every step of and the way here, and now out. you won't leave. Yeah, <laughs> it's just my mom. Like, remember? Yes, nope. She doesn't remember. <laughs> I remember when they were babies, I just gave them baths like any old time when they were being bad, just yes. as an activity. Yes. Just add just water. water. Just add water. Especially, especially when you live in a cold environment. Yeah. It is an activity. Yeah. yeah, it totally is an activity. What else am I going to do? Let's have a You bath. know what there needs to be, though? A bath bomb that's not full of toxic crap. Oh. They, they, they have, have them. They have do that. they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because my kids would get like rashes itchy rashes, yes. the whole thing Same from with mine. all these no, other things. And then your bathtub is like glitter after Scum, glitter. No, my kids say, some of my kids, two of my kids are like, I'm allergic to bath bombs just because their skin gets so itchy from it. But 
Epsom salts will do. Sometimes at night I do. I make bath soup, so we'll do like Epsom salts and put like an a real you know, lavender like, oil. Y'all are soup. blowing my mind right now. I'm just I'm like, do it, who had a bath last and when was it? It's so off the rails right now. I don't know. At my house, you and I, I should check in with each other to make sure it happens. Okay, good. Right? Okay. I mean, I don't even know anymore. I'm Back like, check. they like, love it. They get into it and then they feel like so fresh. Yeah. And, you know, then they're. I love this concept. Uh, I have just doing I have it. That's, that's so bad. So so I put the kid uh, in the bath well, and then I can sit on the bed and watch the TV and I can still see them in the bath. They have figured out that if you tilt the TV this way, they can see, they it, can see it in the mirror. <laughs> and like, you know, like, this is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's like. There's fancy asking. hotels that have, that have the hilarious. TV in the bathroom. Yes. Know. You know, I, again, I just, I need, I we we made a very conscious choice not to have a TV in the bedroom, not to have a that's TV. That's why we have so many kids, Daphne. I know. I remember <laughs> Oprah said, if you put the TV you will not in, have sex. You will not have sex. You, of course you won't, because hello, Game of Thrones, Billions, like there's so much good stuff. And also... It's just it's there, so it you know presents itself. I do think I think fewer TVs is good. I think no TVs in the bathroom is a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I but I just I don't know. I feel like kids get used to whatever you make them get used to. Kind of, you know what it's I mean. True. We were just talking talking with someone whose kids eat liver meatballs and like amazing healthy. We didn't even get to talk about them, but I know they have these like flaxseed chicken nuggets, and they kids like don't know any different. Liver until, meatballs uh, are good for you. Yeah, apparently. apparently. Well, we sat in the airport the other day and got an onion bloom because of you, oh. just so you know that you had made. Uh, yes. And when she, I'm like, she made. It, did she make it healthy? And that's like, no. no. I'm like, I thank God for that. In my bed, getting my eyelash extensions on, and I heard her making an onion bomb or what blooming is it? onion. Blooming onion. I don't think we have these in Canada. I've oh, never seen one, but I heard people. we found it at the airport. We found it. And we ate it at the airport. I don't know. We just ate it. I was like, it just sounds delicious. What's an onion bloom? Okay, a blooming onion is when they take like a big sweet Vidalia onion and they spread all its, you cut it into, you know, you, so like a flower. So you a flower, spread yeah. it like a beautiful flower. Then you dunk it in tempura batter and deep uh, fry, fry it. Oh, fried onion. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It, oh, oh, fried <laughs> onion. It is so good. It was really good. If you love onion rings, it's like the best version. Because onion rings sometimes like the onion on the inside has completely yeah. dissolved or you, you like get it. eat it and you get it one slide and then you have to eat it's like awful. The, yeah. yes there's no you know? there's no sexy way to eat an onion no. ring. it's true but the blooming onion is just perfection it was and re- i wish there was a healthy way to do it but i'm not sure that well, i like that you didn't even go there i wasn't sure exactly maybe this is the moment where <laughs> when you're going to eat an onion that way you just you just do <laughs> just it right you do it right <laughs> okay so getting back to the that you guys work together and we mm-hmm. work together how do you is it does it ever get complicated with relationships you know what i mean like a lot of people like don't work with your friends or don't mm. work with your family members and we've started you know we work together and we're we're friends right <laughs> i know we do it all the time <laughs> you, just business it's partners. So fun. we just did we we have like a podcast on kind of how we came to be and i guess we said something that a lot of people were like i never thought of that and for us it's it's never 50 50 we don't it's not about who does what it's what needs to get done and who needs more that day so i That's think such you, a motherhood attitude towards life mm-hmm. also i think it's like some we've been through we've been through seven children together yeah postpartum depression anxiety like you name it we've we're while running a company and it's like you just sort of pick each other up and you're like i got this you got this it's never well i did this so now you owe me this but we've watched like um 
since becoming moms, we watch so many moms start businesses together with their friends or their sisters, and often it doesn't work out. It can out. get really dramatic. That's why I bring it up. Really? I mean, I know so many people that they're, they're litigation, and yeah. like, no, they don't speak anymore. I know. And I, I definitely have, like, I'm a pretty low-maintenance person, but I definitely have, you know, had friendships that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And they often, like, I would look at them, and it's, it didn't work out because we just either went in different directions and it petered out. If it ever got dramatic, it was... You know that that there some people just are dramatic. Do you want to get weird for one second? Yes, very much. Okay, here uh, we go. I love so weird. our go so there. before we knew each other, our grandmothers used to hang out together. Stop and it. she was estranged from the one grandmother, but our grandmothers were both widows and would cocktail all the time. So after they died and we started hanging out, my dad was like, "Is that Natalie Telfer of the?" And I asked her, and she's like, "Yep." And then it gets even weirder. So we a lot of what we do is a lot of people who meet us like there's an energy you. We can't we can't figure out between you two, but we want we want to do something with it. And so we go to a, a clairvoyant. We read yes. about this clairvoyant on Goop, did you say? Yeah. Oh my god. And she's so like, she goes, Your your twin flames. And what? I What? Yeah, which is different than Is it like soul. twin wands in Harry no. Potter where yeah, you're in the no. same? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yes, I don't. yes. How so do you she know? goes, You were your one soul who's been split in two. So soulmates <gasps> is two souls who come into your life for a season. And they teach you something, they show you something, and often move on. But a twin flame is one soul who separates and has keeps coming back and you keep finding each other. And when you find each other, you come together for a different reason other than yourselves. It's often to um, spread a message of good or kindness or like you're there for a reason. So she was like, you two have been, you keep coming back as women and you keep coming back together. We were really, we weren't that good. We left our kids like a and few like, lifetimes and, ago. And it was like really, really long time ago, we were women who were fighting for whatever. And, Women's but we, rights. But it was, our, our, our mission was more important than our family. So we left our family. She said that. But she said, you've learned your lesson now. She's, you're back. She's like, I'm like, we're not leaving. I swear, don't, kid, kids don't listen. Um, so she, that's, I know that's that sounds hilarious. so. So crazy. wait, should we not call our spouses our soulmates? You could. He could you, be yours, but then he could be gone. Yeah, they say he could be your twin flame. He, he could be my twin ours flame. Ours or not? Yeah. You have days where you feel a little bit of both, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, the, but they could, they could come in for a I'll long be like, time. You are not my twin flame today. You are my soulmate. Yeah. So they or say, neither. Or sometimes, or, 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 or your partner yeah. in life that you chose because you love them too. That's okay, right? Like, right. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. We, we, <laughs> is that weird? Did I know? I, I would so love weird. that my, okay, my, we're very weird. my religion okay. talks about conjugal love, which at my wedding ceremony was like a big funny thing because all my idiot friends were like, you mean conjugal? <laughs> it's oh, like, you know, it. whatever. Yeah. But it's not, it's conjugal love. And what it talks about is that your if, if you found the right person, you are two souls in your bodies, obviously, when you're on, on this earth. But then when you go to heaven or the next life, like you are your two souls come together into one angel. Mm. So it's oh, actually. I I, yeah. This. So it's Wait, re- what is this? That's beautiful. Called? It's called Swedenborgianism. It, it's it's a, a really fascinating, cool thing that we don't have any time to talk about right now. But you didn't um, know this about her. I didn't. You guys were getting to we know never talk, We never talk religion. We don't ever talk. I, religion. I, I, I'm like, it is. Was you, literally, the whole family. The whole this family. was literally a moment where I just looked over. I was like, "Religion? <laughs> I believe in this." Yeah. No, seen. my great grandfather actually came over from um, from England and and from Sweden. Like the both of them were were brought. You know, they came to build the cathedral in Bernathen. So, anyway. Juicy. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> but we'll talk. I know. I know. I know. Like, you guys have to a date to go for coffee. But I do think, you know, I, I anyway, I grew up going to church regularly. I think that religion's important. I think that religion was important for me to, in grounding my life and in creating an, a hierarchy of like, 
everything that happens to you feels big. It feels big in the scope mm-hmm. of your life. But when you have uh, something to plug into a community like religion or an understanding of the sort of way that cosmically everything interacts, it feels much more manageable. It's like, and I know that I see it in my kids now when they, they you know, hear Bible parables or they sing songs or whatever. It feels... Um, it's, it's very it makes secure. Sense. It, makes it makes sense. sense something, what, when life doesn't make sense, that mm-hmm. makes sense to them. Scary. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And when it yeah. doesn't make sense, well, when it doesn't make sense, it's scary. So this is where you yeah. can you can create these messages and stories and theories and stuff like yeah. that that can that can give you some kind that of feeling purpose. Because the kids, especially this age, as you were saying, like right before bed, they're like, "What?" So you're older than me, mommy. So you're going to die first, right? Oh yeah. And then I'm going to die before Rafa mm-hmm. because Rafa is three and I'm five. Right. Like oh, this whole thing. And then I'm totally. like, <laughs> no, it's the logic play of, yeah. of if you die when you're old, that means it's like a waterfall effect here. Carmen decided like a few years ago that blondes don't die. Blondes oh. don't. She's a blonde. So okay. all of that you guys be a are blonde. By the and way, blondes don't that die. Is absolutely yeah. your yeah. next. Okay, book. your next book. And, Forget mom's And then she looked book. at me. And then she looked at me. She was like, "Cause my hair normally, I mean, I'm starting to go blonde because I'm gray." Um, but I um she, she was like and not people with brown hair either mommy Aww, so like you she and me she's you. like we're good so right, everyone we're, so red hair red red hair no use for any of those things because my mommy and I are brown oh, hair and blonde hair have you guys got to the sex talk yet like have no one's asked about sex okay so this is what and she said it at my my husband on his birthday did did Jimmy Fallon and I actually was I was pregnant at the time and not I hadn't. I did. I, I think I made the announcement the next day because I didn't want to have anything be about um, about that on my husband's birthday. Um, that I was that I was losing. I knew that I was losing the baby. Um, and she announced, even though she knows nothing about this, while she's in the halls, she's like, "My mommy has a baby in her tummy, and it comes from a seed and an egg." And I was like, "Ah!" So, like, first of all, I'm like, she doesn't know that I'm pregnant, and then and she, I'm not going to tell her because I feel like five years old is too young because it was early enough I hadn't told her and I'm like I don't want to say you know I'm losing the baby and this is your sibling Um, you know what I mean like I think it's just because I think there's I mean one day I'll tell them I just don't think that she's ready yet Um, if you're listening and you have a different opinion let me know because I I don't have this clear in my head Um, but um, but yeah no but as she started saying everybody like stopped it was like very silent and everybody's like she has a baby in her belly and it's a seed and egg therefore Carmen Baldwin knows all about sex Ah. does she though who would have taught her though Somebody in school. It's always school. Oh, my no, no, but nobody told her. And she'll ask me, she's like, well, what kind of seed is it? It's daddy's seed, right? Is it like a sesame seed? And I'm oh, like, kind of. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, how does it get inside you? Do you swallow it? Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. Sometimes. That's wow. so great. <laughs> no, never. Uh, you you know, always go to, well, what do you think? Yes, exactly. Never then, answer a question yes, they haven't just, asked. Well, what do you think? My, mine, we were, it's in the book actually, and we're driving and my daughter asked my, we're like, my husband's here. I'm here. All the kids are there. And she's like, mom, uh, daddy, did you feel the passion for mommy when you first saw her? And he was like, looked to me, he's like, <laughs> like, like, and, and, he, and, yeah, and, he, and he, and he, I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, look at the trees. And I was, he was she goes, you know, the passion. And he was like, oh my God. Wait, is she watching like telenovelas? What's happening? Full house. Full house. Full so house. she she was fast forwarding to the kissing parts and the passion, you know, and because she was, it's like you know, the old house, not Fuller yes, House. Yes. That it was, she's she was <laughs> the old house. <laughs> the old house. <laughs> she was seven. We used to watch it. It's very innocent until oh, do you, they get older. Until oh, that DJ he gets older and starts. <laughs> anyway, the passion, and he was like, I, I, she you was know, really if into we the get the answers, guys, get them like get, get what you're gonna say because yeah. you get stuck and you're like. 
Oh God! But just so you know, um, we've done it with all the kids, and Kat's a Not, really we've good talked teacher. About everything, no, yeah. And then I just assist. I just field the con- like the questions from I afar. I have the best, but I just go for it. She I go right. It. It. I land the plane. I answer all the questions. <laughs> and it means always better to be straightforward. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Always, we don't always hold back. better. And they're yeah. like, and you and Daddy do that. I'm like. Yep, we sure do. Like, what am I going to say? You Mine know? was like, Daddy did that to you? And I'm like, we did it to each other. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh, See, that, that's the thing. Is like, I think they can wrap their head around it. Like, it happened when I came. Mm. But doesn't happen anymore, right? So they want you have to explain it to them because do they, it for they get to great. They get to like our daughters are in grade four and five, and you yeah. you better believe they know way. Like they have older. We have my daughter has friends who have siblings that are like fifteen, oh six. There, if you have if your sibling is the young is best friends with the youngest in the family, like your your fourths are going to know heck a lot more than your first. Oh, and yeah. so you mm-hmm. just we wanted to hear from us, and I'm like, move into a commune. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm, and there's actually some great books. Technology. Is that allowed in your religion? Can't wait to get yeah, to my two no place. I want to no come. come there. We're all going to come. I'm coming there too. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to all be there. I like this. We're in. I don't, yeah, I, I really, I go back, like, again, there are a couple times thus far in my, in my motherhood that like the questions have really just floored me and I haven't had an answer prepared and I was like, oh, nobody tells you what nobody. you're supposed to do in this part no. of the journey. Um, and this is going to be one of those moments when it eventually happens. It's, it's you know, there's some fascination around why her brother has an mm-hmm. appendage that she doesn't. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. interesting to her. Mm-hmm. But other, but there's no, there's, I mean, at five, I feel like I'm safe from the conversation. I also don't want to be, I know this sounds crazy, but moms are so weird I don't want my yes. daughter being the one who's like talking about it constantly spreading the, the message fir- the first <laughs> because one. then the mother's like what's wrong with you like, that, why? No, mine did that Kat's got a good story about mine that, that one that. Go, so the mom is like so uh, uh, her friend came home and was like so you and dad and I was like have sex because and her, her, they found the book I have I have actually great what's books what's the book I've got, it's a series and it's called what is it called I uh, it's remember. not the stork and it's basically it's age appropriate it starts at age four and they four yeah they, but it doesn't have to if they no, haven't no, if they haven't brought it up but it's not it. about sex okay. it's more about your actual body because they want you to teach them about like labeling. where the baby grows oh and... no just even what is your body because oh, some people don't even teach kids about their bodies oh. and what makes you feel okay and what does like what's yeah. not it's really just a conversation okay. to start with them about familiarizing themselves with with that's your really anatomy good actually and like what yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. like it doesn't go it's about love rather than necessarily sex and then it goes the next age is seven and it gets a little bit deeper and then it gets into Ten and eleven, and it goes into relationships and relationships with your body and your friends. And all I can say, the, yeah. the sex talk was a lot easier and less awkward than I thought it was going to be because they don't look at sex the way we look yes. at it. Right? It was you know? very factual and fascinating, and it was about babies rather than about. And we didn't answer any questions unless they asked them. Yes. That's so smart. Oh my gosh, this yeah. is this is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I, gosh, I, sometimes when we have. When we have um, podcasts, somehow it like ends up being in my life like four days later. Yeah, oh, please don't say that. They hear it. From, they hear it from a friend, and then you're next, like, oh. next, next, uh, next, uh, next time we record, I'm oh, like, gosh. let me tell you a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hear it. Well, so far, we've gotten to the point where Carmen 
Um, cause so for a long time she wanted to know how babies get out and I felt like kind of funny oh, about even telling her that, which we're like very much like call it a penis, call it mm-hmm. a vagina, like, like don't touch anyone else's, like have your space, personal space. You can, I mean, again, we have boys and girls in, in the bathtub at the same time. Um, and, um, but then she wanted to know how it comes out and she's like, does it come out through your belly button? I'm like, well, sometimes. And then she's like, well, did it come out of your belly button? I'm like, nope. <laughs> she's, and she's so like, smart. Yeah. She's, she's on, she's on, it's, she wants you to know, say it. It's coming. It's coming. She, well, then she she's said, digging. she asked, she's like, did you poop him out? Yeah. Or yeah. did you poop me out? And I was like, no, I peed you out. It was kind of like more like peeing, okay? Because it was like, you don't want to explain like, okay, though. I mean, again, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there, guys. It's traumatic for well, fully grown adult women to have to hear about exactly. how babies come out. I, yeah. Why? Exactly. Was, so she said she, she, did she'll she, say that you pee them out now. Oh, see, my, I was in bed with my baby and my four-year-old came in from a kindergarten. She was like, so, so-and-so told me that that baby came out of your vagina. And I was like, hey-ho. <laughs> like two days out of the hospital. I was like, not, not right now. Is that true? And I was like, well, no, she no, didn't. No, but that one didn't. So I, you I go, but you did. <laughs> yeah. Your vagina? And I'm like, yeah, my vagina. Can I see? No, it's not that. Oh, God, I was so oh, tired. Was the only Gosh. lucky one to come right out yeah, of your vagina. Yeah, the other two were C-section. I was like, but not this one. Like, okay. And I, I, I think the important thing to realize about all this is that they actually, they get over it. Like yeah. as much as we're like, oh. as you said, that we like worry, worry, mm-hmm. worry. Then we have the conversation and then it's and then it's done. And then there's kind of like, OK, Carmen, literally, she's like, mommy, mommy peed us out because and this is how I wrap <laughs> around the truth with that one. Okay. I think that pushing feels like a reverse Kegel. Okay. And when I explain Kegel yeah. as a yoga teacher. You don't need to explain your lie to us. No, it's so true. No, if you're if you're pregnant and you listen, this is my theory about pushing. Okay, because I push my babies out really, really, really fast. Oh, oh this you is two my, both have a this, thing in condom. This is condom. in condom. In condom. Oh, yes, the condom. Hey. The condom. No condom. Obviously. <laughs> so so kegels are important. Okay. Pushing is a reverse kegel. The person who said pushing feels like you're pooping. I don't. I don't see it that way. Do you think you push them out fast because you're in touch with your... Kegels. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. You, you could find them and you knew where to I push it. I find them I, and I'm extraordinarily competitive with myself. <laughs> Just with myself. Okay. Everybody else I love when we all win. That's yeah. great. Yeah, no. I but you're it. always winning. Just you. In my in my head, I am always winning and I can always do better. Like literally in between pushing is the, the first time around. I didn't take any prenatal classes. I, like, I love my doctor so much and he's like Western and I'm like not Western and it's like great yin and yang. And I look at him, I'm like, how much How much more? How much more? He's telling me and I'm like, how? Like, and he's like giving me like inches of this. How close is the baby's head? And he's like, this. I'm like, what can I do better next time? And he's like, what? And I'm like, okay, tuck your chin more, pull your elbows down more. Give me some more. feedback. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? Can I do better next time? See, it's my, oh my, my own competitive nature with okay. myself. Every time someone says Kegel, I, I do a Kegel. Yeah, see, of course. Yeah, if it's I, Pavlovian. I, I should. It's healthy. It's healthy. No. Oh, okay. Do you know, okay, let me ask you this. In Canada, do they, do they have, we have enjoyed talking about postnatal doulas here before too. Yes. In Canada, what is the post-birth situation Y'all for women? Y'all are going to die. Okay, tell us everything. We have a year off, so you get 12 what? months paid. Oh my God. It's also free to have a baby. So you go in and you can choose uh, like a doula or you can Which is choose, paid for. Yeah, or you can choose... Um, midwife. Midwife or, yeah, you can go or to the hospital. You can have both, yeah. And they, yeah, you can have everything. Yeah, you can have everything, and there's lactation consultants for free, and there's clinics. They'll come to your house That's and teach amazing. you how to breastfeed. There's nurses that will follow up with you to see how you're doing, like in terms of your postpartum. Yep. What about what about um, the sort of Kegel training slash like pelvic floor rehabilitation people? Oh, we, we talk about go, it, and, and we talk get, about it a get, lot. You get 
record, right? And yeah. Check oh, for God's sake. I don't know what to say. What, it's what an accurate it? description. Okay. <laughs> How else do you say it? Check. I got an exam in my They place their fingers it, inside your two, vaginal canal. It's two fingers. You go to the doctor to get fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I'm, we haven't done that. We know what? We should challenge each other and go do that. No, we do. Ha- wait, th- have you guys done that? Oh, wait, that, you do each other? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> she, she I'm a little lost been... on this. I'm, I notice I'm sitting over being sad. I'm saying we should go We've get into religion. <laughs> We're getting <laughs> This is a very sacrilegious. You men would go do it. With when we doctors. describe this podcast on social, I don't know what we're going to call it. In I mean, co- wait, we, hold on. In college, did you guys talk about the shocker? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you what make, is it? How do you oh, get sad notes? You are definitely making the shocker <laughs> position right now. Two in the stink, one in the stink. Oh, no. I'm, no. I'm <laughs> so lost oh, right oh, now. I'm going to literally die. I'm in reality. You have to leave. He wants to talk about shocker. Uh, whatever. Can, can we can we oh, go to etymology for me over here? Ask Carmen. Okay. Ask Carmen. <laughs> Jeffy, could you explain to us what the shocker is? Please, somebody Do- listening out there, can you, is some, anyone else as confused as I am? Oh, poor you. You know, though, right? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> what I meant about getting pelvically, pelvically examined was we'll go to our own people and go do that experience. We've yes, never done it. Yes. Okay. And no, uh, there's a lot of I talk about important. it. I think it's I think it's, I think there's a lot of talk about it right now. Our very first episode with Rebecca Minkoff, she talked about pelvic floor rehab and, oh, uh, um, rehab. and therapy. And it's like... You, she, she, she was like, I didn't even know what I was doing, let alone know that I was doing it wrong until I had a professional be like, okay, squeeze like this, not like that, like this, and they're, you know, they're able to actually coach you and guide you through it, and it has completely changed her whole life. Like, what? in which way? Yeah. For, for peeing so, your pants or for sex? All of it. I think, I think prolapsing, like the idea that your, you know, your uterus literally starts to descend out of you because it's not being held intact, and because they described the vaginal, um, I'm sorry, they described the pelvic floor as like a net that's. Kind of holding all your organs in place so if you're not constantly working to like scoop it and knit it back together obviously when you have babies it puts a lot of pressure on it you're literally letting your organs fall out of place you lose sensitivity in certain areas gotcha you're so it like it, it, it it's bad for urinating when you don't want to be it's bad for sex it's bad for just general uh, like having Health your intestines stay in the right yeah, place yeah, your yeah. stomach your uterus everything in the right place um and it feels like such an afterthought in this country people just don't talk about it. they're like oh mm-hmm. they, they left the hospital they're fine you know and it's like, yeah. no, this is a probably a six month thing before you're actually back intact, even wow. if you're doing it correctly. Do you do um, it by yourself at home? I think I, I, I don't do it nearly enough as There's I should. There's something like, you can sit on, too. There's there a the new machine that, that vibrates at you and you like or. Yeah. But didn't what? Dr. Perlman talk about. Oh, you can keep balls, balls up there, too. Well, you guys read Goop. What about the LV? That like little <gasps> mouse thing? You know what? We'll give that a go, too. We try a we'll lot of try Facebook anything. Live. We do. She's tried you, the balls. You know what I did I have tried this balls. time around? Because I had um, abdominal <laughs> separate. Oh, my God. You know what? Afterwards, Daphne, you're going to explain to me all of these <laughs> oh things. Gosh. I'm going to pretend to be cool right you now. You know the balls. They're this silver. The it's like 50 shades of gray, but it's not I know, but you guys have just said like 12 things that I don't know. And I'm going to tell you guys, I probably know. I just don't know the names. Yeah, yeah. We're going to say that, but Daphne is going to explain to you. Okay, so remember absolutely everything that we've talked about. From religion Thank to you shoppers, you guys have a lot to talk <laughs> about. We have a lot to talk about. So this time I had a little bit of um, abdominal separation. Okay. Okay. Never had it before. And I'm like, super fit, get back into shape, squat in a bush, have the baby, continue on. Um, and this time I could not do that. And it was very, very, very upsetting. Mine was actually diagnosed 
on the podcast by Erica Bloom Pilates. Oh, you didn't um, know? I did. How well, many fingers I know, did you, I were you? you Not very much, like teeny tiny. I oh. was four. Yeah. No, really? It, yeah. It was it was teeny tiny, and I I knew um, because it just wouldn't engage, and there was just like a weird there was just a weird, weird feeling. Yeah. And I can you know I know how to look at it on somebody else. It was just on myself. I was kind of like hoping that it wasn't. You know what I mean? When you're mm-hmm. like you know, but you don't want to know. Um, anyway, I went to a PT, and they did um, a sonogram while I worked out mm-hmm. to see the transversus abdominis work and it actually helped me to engage it better as I was watching it and they can measure how much you're you're using it and so as I was doing these different exercises that they're having me do I learned how to actually feel it because these are muscles that even for me for being as you know fit as I am and you know having done this for so long there's certain things that within me that I just don't understand totally Mm -hmm. and having had four kids I still don't understand it and so be able to see that I think a lot of these places that do sort of postpartum care they're starting to do this more and more and it's just, it, it literally like 15 minutes of that changed my life i always think it's amazing because i think um we we get what we ask for like right like there, yeah. we were talking earlier about how you go to costco now and there it's the the aisles are littered with paleo and gluten-free and yep. keto and everything like you you know the more demand there was for it the more producers sprung up to really create options and i think the more we talk about postnatal care and women needing it's not vanity it's like you need this physical rehab the mental rehab i love that people are talking about um postnatal anxiety and postpartum Mm -hmm. depression and all of it because if you don't take care of half your population and help them get back on their feet after a i don't care how blissful your birth is a hugely traumatic bodily experience that inevitably changes their life forever you are risking losing their ability to to contribute and to Mm -hmm. have them the wonderfully fulfilled life they should have and so i i'm i'm a big fan of just being like we need to create more services for it we need to create more awareness around it Mm -hmm. we need to make it more available to people to all people i mean this this shouldn't feel like something that's a luxury it's not a luxury to not feel like you're you know you're losing part of your body through your vagina it's just crazy you know and also we off we we talk to women all over north america and we touch down in random places and the consensus is for a lot of women they're doing everything so they're not if they're not at their best do you know how many things including the children yeah because they are working full-time they're childbearing full-time they're they're also responsible for everything that goes in in the house. Like everything falls on them, and that is that's not uncommon from what we see. How's tour been? What's that been like? I mean, is it a speaking tour? You're like going into oh. sitting in halls and chatting mm-hmm. with ladies. What's you going know. on? Oh God, you were going <laughs> to show. Most, you know, it's, 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 it's the most fun night ever. This one was sort of we based it around. Um, this is our second tour around um, a non traditional book tour because we wrote a book. It's called Mom Truths. Our brand is Mom Truths. So we wanted to go and see all these people and do book signings and all that but we wanted to make it a really fun night because we know women don't have a lot of money because they're yeah. raising a family or, or yeah. time or time and they've got to find babysitters and we have people who travel really far so we make it we have a DJ that comes with us we oh have male dancers strippers uh, they keep their they keep their pants Hello, on. They Magic keep, Mike. They keep, yeah, they are. They keep their pants on. And we're like, keep everything in your pants. This is just a little fun. Um, we we just we really talk about. I think that it's a night for women to come together. We highlight. Um, a story where another woman wa- nominates another woman who's gotten them through something because I think a lot of 
people don't know, half the population does, that it's usually a woman who's gotten you through something. They they kind of show up at your door. They ask for nothing in return. They carry you through. And then, then they just sort of don't. They're not like, I did that for you. They just they just are there for you. So and we, everybody sends in video submissions nominating their best friend and telling the stories, which the stories we've heard are just so unbelievable of, of women supporting women. And all the videos play. And then we pick one best friend to come up. And everyone just like bonds in that moment. Like, And if you're there alone, they got you. Hugs and everywhere. they turn around. And we we just kind of you. We we try to just build a community. And the night's about everyone sitting there, not about us. And we we laugh. With, there's sometimes tears because when you hear how other people talk about you know you as a person, you're like, oh my gosh. And then we dance. We cocktail. We just, we, we, we could consider it just like, like we're a hosting party. a night. It is yeah. really yeah. So yeah. We have confetti. Oh. We just yeah yeah. We go all out. What about cake? Is there cake? You know what? Donuts. I, okay. I, I would <laughs> I would eat them all day. Like that this is, is my jam. This is, the, this is the pregnant. She she's like, well, I can't drink, but. I can do We have so many pregnant people who come. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, so many who because you can have fun being pregnant. Oh no, I have tons 100%. of fun being pregnant. I'm just thinking about donuts. Uh, <laughs> always. Always. Yes. Amazing. Um okay, wait. So we never want to let you go, but we yeah. have to let you go, which is so sad. Before we can we'll ask you for your favorite thing, like the thing that you're telling all your girlfriends about or that you rely on every day, a product that you love. My current favorite product. Yeah, my favorite product is my book. I'm not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Good plug. Good. And where do we follow? Where do we follow you on social media? At Cat Nat. Literally. C a t a n d n a t. Um, I love to wear the Charlotte Tilbury. Um. Uh, miracle mask all night long. Mm. So you can use it. It's what a weird product. You can use it to cleanse your face or you can also wear it all night long. And one time a makeup artist was doing my face. Her skin was so dewy and beautiful. I said, what's this? She said, I know this is going to be weird, but buy the product and wear it on your face all night and you'll wake up moisturized. And when we go on tour, the bus and the your, theaters. Your skin is really nice. Yes, it is mm-hmm. really nice. It is really nice. I know you guys can't tell that on the podcast, but wow. they might. But I'm sitting maybe like two two feet away from you. I'm glad you <laughs> yes, there you go, babe. Anyways, I love it. And it lasts forever. So cool. Mine, oh God, mine's expensive right now. It's like not, I have two. One, I am wearing that third love bra on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Do you know it? No. It's like a Facebook ad, and I try. I had to try it mm-hmm. for the people. You're wearing it now. So, yeah, it's so comfortable. It's Wait, like why? What's the what's special about it? Yeah. What's the deal? I, it, they call it the most comfortable bra ever. So and I they ha- make your your the, they have extra sizes, right? Like yeah. in between sizes mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that. I'll show mm-hmm. you. It's like this, and it's weird. It's got this. Oh yeah, what's that extra band? I don't know. It's just really comfortable. But I don't know. Is there okay. underwear? Don't look. <laughs> oh, oh god, it's mum boobs. It's not that exciting. That's all I gotta say. My um, my bra is attached into my tank top, and it's not expensive. And I also love another product called Vintner's Daughter. <gasps> oh, oh she taught me about it. What is yes. And I use it's an, it every yeah. single. Day. You guys like it too. It's, it's an expensive it. oil, it expensive, but it lasts. But can it I lasts tell you forever. something? She told me about it over the summer, and I just bought my second bottle, and I use it every day. It's oil on your face. It's oil on your face. Love I that. love in the morning. I love to mix it with my um, my SPF mm-hmm. moisturizer and it, talk about like. Do, I mean, I have makeup on today. I don't usually wear makeup, but like, I it makes you nice and. Do you guys dewy. use it with love a that. roller or you use your hands? Okay, so I just got um, the. I got my first you know, Gua Sha or whatever that thing well, is called. Okay. With, like where it rolls. Do we like roll. this? 
So here's that we love this. If we didn't have children and like literally had 40 minutes to get ready oh, in your okay. lifetime every day, then I would use it all the time. And the few times I have used it before bedtime when so there's two techniques you can use this like roll. And I've, sh- I've, sh- I've shown people on my Instagram how I use it. There's two techniques. One is for like facial sculpting and it's all about lymphatic drainage Ooh. and it's about like working the muscles in your jaw and the whole thing, which is amazing. And then there's one that's just more like novelty Apply cream. applying cream with a with like a metal oh, th- okay. a marble thing. Um but the Vintner's Daughter, I just rub it between my fingers okay. and my hands and, and then I just pat. press. By the way, pressing is like the most important it's thing, the, not pulling. Apparently it's a Korean way. Like yes. it's called the Korean, oh, like I you don't, don't you press. just, you tap. You, you, oh, tap, you tap and you use your fingertips. You, tap. you and don't your, rub. He's oh. nodding no his head pulling. yes. It's affirmed. Your producer is affirming yeah. it. Oh. Correct. Matt affirms. No, <laughs> I like rub it in. It no, no, no. You don't want to pull on your skin. But let me tell you something because, and this is, okay, this is said with a lot of love. You just talked about the gua sha, the gua sha thing that is literally doing that and pulling your skin no, and pushing it, it in pull. different directions. No, it glides. Cold, well, I'm gliding. not like pulling my skin off like this, you know? I'm but, just like but, rubbing but it in. like this? No. No, but if, no, no, no. You go in like circles. No, no. A circle? You want no. to tap. But then I don't think, because I use a tinted moisturizer, I don't think, wait, no, Cal, this is important. This is he is telling important. us to stop? And this yeah, is really important. This is very important. There's a, there's a tinted moisturizer that I do it with, and if I which if one? I just I love the Juice Beauty um, tinted moisturizer, and I mix it with the Vintner's, Vintner's daughter, daughter, and I, and then I rub it gently. Because if you pat, you're face. gonna look like sponge paint. I, exactly. Thank Kay. you for understanding. Okay, yeah. so she needs to you know, she needs to moisturize. There's it a in. new roller. They're huge silver balls. Have you seen those? Giant. And you have a thing with balls. I don't. Don't even get us started. Balls a lot. And. Uh, tea bags. Yeah. No, stop tea bags. <laughs> we love Cat and Nat. Thank, Thank you. you guys so much for having for me. Okay, you guys, that was Kat and Nat, and they are a mouthful. <laughs> uh, it was so much fun. It's actually really interesting. Obviously, Alari and I love to talk, and we love to talk about these topics of moms coming together and supporting each other and having fun together and finding your community and your tribe and learning from one another. And, and it was really fun to get to chat with um, you know, a, a pair of girlfriends who are living in so much the same space um, and, you know, have their own unique stories to tell. I was really fascinated and in love with how in love they are with their mothers. I and loved each what other. They, and each other. I loved their their twin flame. I mean, hello, how cool. But I loved that they were saying, you know, what your kids remember is how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, that's what I'm taking away from this is you get to celebrate this life. You get to have fun in it. It is your wild ride as much as it is your family's. And the more that you can get your kids to see how much joy you push into that and how much it fills you up and um, and and make them feel really good along the way, the more the more you won't have the kind of guilt that I feel like so many of us contend with all the time um, because everyone will just be happy. <laughs> exactly. Good. Sounds they're, really they're, good to me. They're like they're they're full of joy. They're full of joy. So I mean, I think I hopefully you you picked the 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 crazy super fun parts, and then you also picked up some of the very much more serious and and very sentimental nuggets that they that they dropped along the way. Now it's time for our favorite things. Now it's time for our favorite things. Favorite things. 
so mine this week is actually one of my favorite birthday presents to to bring to parties. Oh, this is good. I can't and wait to hear this. I know, and, and it's. I hope. I hope you like it. I hope you're that excited after I after I share it. So um, everybody well, has sucked. like a million. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Um, so everybody has like a million plastic toys, and then like the clothes that the parents get excited for, but then the kids don't and like it's a whole thing um then you have some parents that say don't bring anything and then you have some parents that are you know they want the kids to be able to experience having birthday presents um so what we do is i go to the world wildlife foundation yes and they have a really really cool kit that you can do and there's different like levels in terms of how much money you want to put on where you can adopt one of many different animals. Um, I went to a birthday party this past weekend and we adopted her a baby emperor penguin. And so the kid thinks that they have, and they do, they have a penguin out there that you sponsor. And then on top of that, you all, what you can do is you can either have it sent to your house or what I love doing is sending it to the person's house because then you actually don't have they don't have to carry extra stuff from the totally. venue home which is totally. always you know a pain um, to do so I will get the person's address and have the little kit which includes a very cute plushy stuffed animal sent to the home and then then like little cards with info about the about the penguin and it's like it's doing something good for the world the kid gets excited because they're like I have a pet giraffe and I guess technically they do um, but the parent doesn't actually have to have the giraffe in the house <laughs> And then they get like a little stuffed animal. And so I just think it's a it's a very sweet way of kind of making everybody happy of not bringing like that extra like all those tiny little pieces into the house um, and then doing something good for the world. And then the kid gets excited about it as well. So that's one of my favorite go to things. It's also really easy to do. Um, you can just go online and it takes a couple of minutes. So it's not like, oh, gosh, I have to go to like a crazy toy store. No, that's amazing. And it, it feels special because you're you know, I we've moved five. We've moved five times in the last year, and every time we go through that exercise, I am reminded of how frequently, you know, for special occasions or because we're at Target or whatever, I will buy my kids like a little toy, not something big, something special that will just either, you know, just ends up in 15 different parts all over the house or... Uh, or they just completely forget about, and it's just so much clutter that I actually I'm I really want to get someone on this show who can talk to us about um, like the Marie Kondo effect for children. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. how much happier we would all be if we had they less feel stuff. Better. I go through my kids' totally. stuff all the time, and I talk about it with them. I'm oh, like, yeah. do we actually play with this? And then they go through and they decide to give things away. But you know Which what? You have to be. Kids. It's it, hard for kids, but at the same time. You can, you know, you have to kind of feel where they're at with that. You have to say, okay, this is not a good, and when they, if they start freaking out about it, that ends up being traumatic right? and don't like, ah, don't you realize there are starving kids in the world and stuff like that? Maybe they can't realize that because they don't have a fully formed frontal lobe. <laughs> you know what I mean? So for them just to constantly put it out there. And then I find that they come around, you know what? I don't use this shirt anymore. Let's yeah. donate it. Well, well, we are moving again twice this oh summer gosh, again. You are. <laughs> but, you are something but, else. You know, in preparation to that, I think you're so right. You don't want to spring it on your kids and have them be terrified by this idea of, of purging. But I think it is 
that you know letting them know that we're moving letting them know that we're that we're going to be giving some things away Mm -hmm. and so now for the couple months leading up to our move they've been setting aside books that are you know that maybe they don't they didn't love or that they you know that they've read a lot or that we have duplicate copies of because the books that we really love we end up buying you know so many different times for trips and different things um, that we can donate to different uh, to different organizations around us in Florida Um, and same with their toys and my you know shoot I meant to post about this this week and I totally forgot my son's school had us do which was so cute he's three so you know depending on how old your kids are you can upgrade this but my five-year-old Philomena wanted to do it with us they had us trace their hands and then they decorated the hands we cut them out and then we wrote five chores one on each of the finger and and for each of the chores the kids get a, um, a quarter and so at the end of the week they theoretically have earned a dollar 25 that they were then donating to this initiative to buy books for a um, for an underserved community near near us in, in Florida and it was the kids got such a thrill out of this idea that they actually had done something that was with that was like within their age range to be able to do and it was a really fun cute little art project that we did on Saturday morning and and um, and they were so thrilled to be able to then like the teachers made a big deal about them putting their quarters into the bank for everyone and anyway I just thought that I think I want I try to focus on that with our kids of of obviously they are so lucky and 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 privileged to be able to have the things that they have in life but also to see that um, that 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 they don't because we talk about all the time how you know eating the wrong things and, and wanting your kids to feel how they feel after that having the sensation of giving someone who doesn't have something, something that they'll love and how good that makes you feel. Um, I want our kids, even from a young age, as much as possible to be able to experience that. Um, my, on, on that note, the one thing that I apparently have not been able to rein myself in from buying our children's clothes, because <laughs> it's so much more fun to shop think, for my kids I than for me. I don't think anyone can. It literally is my favorite thing to do. It's so is much like, more And fun. then when, like, you get a box of it that you order oh, online, yeah, you just, it's like, cuter and life. then they run away and they're like, don't dress me. <laughs> well, so that, that, that is... Uh, that's a whole we'll have a whole topic that's why we keep on having more children is like yeah exactly when they're little they don't have a choice I know that's what I tell them and I also yeah because now I have the two girls I want them to match so you know the whole thing Anyway, my my, my one year old plays along very nicely, but um, I was d- doing like a deep dive on Instagram trying to find cute Easter dresses for the girls, and came across this brand called um, mm-hmm, I'm gonna botch this Migolondrina. Migolondrina. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm asking our native Spanish. Migolondrina. Thank you. Yes. No. Is that, oh my god, so no. cute. Oh, you're gonna freak out. <gasps> They're so cute. Oh, that's. <laughs> So but here's the nice. best part. Here's the best part, you guys. You can match them. You can match them. And they're beautiful, like, caftan sort of... F- f- go, go look, because I'm not going to do them justice. They're all hand-embroidered by women in Mexico. Really awesome color combinations. Beautiful embroidery for little girls. But also... They might even have boys. I haven't seen their boy stuff yet. But they have adult versions that are, like, slight you know, slight iteration so you don't feel like you're a child, but you can sort of color coordinate and match with your kids. And the best thing for me as, as you know, I don't really want to wear tight fitting clothing right now is they have all these great caftan options that are so cute that I literally am going to be living in this whole summer. So I wanted to share with you this new find. That is a very Isn't like easy breezy. Oh my God. And it was so perfect for having a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so. going to when I have my next baby. <laughs> planning. Planning. Oh, so cute. 
You can like almost like little like Frida Kahlo it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we'll create really great art with this on. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our favorite things for you guys this week. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for um, rating and reviewing and subscribing to us. We love, we read all your comments. We read all your emails. When you email us at mombrainpod at gmail.com. Um, we're on Instagram now at, at mombrain. We are also on YouTube with a mombrain channel. Um, so, you know, we love we love being able to create conversations and chat about things that you guys really care about. So the more that you feedback for us and tell us what you are loving and what you want to hear more about or, you know, what you've got heard till you're sick about it. <laughs> like no more of that. <laughs> no Stop more of that. that stuff. But that was really like how that's we really started. That's how we started. I mean, our thing was, I mean, Daphne and I do this. If you can't tell, we do it when it's just the two of us, whether the mics are rolling or not, we are exactly the same. And we're like, wouldn't it be so cool if we could like make our mom community even bigger? So like, mm-hmm. that's the whole point. But it doesn't work without you guys. Like you guys are an essential part. I mean, it will still again like work just the two of us because we again as we are, we are as we are. Um, but but yes, please spread the word. This, the point of this is just to like put all put all of our heads together and figure it out. Um, and we, so we very much like hearing from you because we need your heads as well because we do not have all the answers and maybe you do. Think about that. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Ciao. Bye. This is Mom Brain with Alaria Baldwin and Daphne Oz. Mom Brain is a Gallery Media Group original production.